1: <laughs> oh, oh boom 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 nice this is the premiere episode of out of the box office it's a- starting off so well <laughs> along with tom canterbury special guests sam fisher and emily p tech clifford i am gray robertson and this is the greatest showman Premier episode of this wonderful movie podcast that Tom and I have thought of where we're going to bring on our friends across softball and discuss some of our favorite films. I'm Gray Robertson, Tom Canterbury to my right. Tom, hello. Hello oh, it's a spinoff. Yes, we have a spinoff. <laughs> we're expanding the out-of-the-box universe. Right. We're thinking out of the box.
0: Oh, ah, yes. see what you
1: into the box office. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: our special guests are Emily P. T. Clifford, frequent guest on the podcast you see her often she's been in the studio and on the zoom emily how are you
2: i'm good but
1: this is i just recalled that like i'm your first guest every season and the
2: fact that i'm not the first <laughs> out of the box box office thing is like great
0: you're i mean you're also the only fan that gets a birthday shout out from a official uh Alabama <laughs> account study. yes we don't even get that we don't, no i've never been wished happy <laughs> this, birthday
2: this, this is two years in a row you
0: know i I have been the voice of alabama softball for eight seasons not once
2: (laughs) i have been i have been the loud voice of alabama (laughs) softball for 18
0: different
1: voices different voices our other guest coming to us from rosemont illinois with au sam fisher samu how are you roll tide roll there you go Hey! hey Just now, unfortunately, you can't come back to any more games because regionals didn't go well when you uh, came to Rhodes. But honestly, that's okay. I,
3: that was my fault. So Sam was uh, there,
1: it, I wasn't there. Everything was crazy. Mm,
3: Everything yeah. was thrown
1: off. So yeah I'm, I'm glad we figured out what the issue yeah, is so the problem was sam that was i'm it. here for you guys i'll do what it takes for the team okay yeah. thank you for being the scapegoat that alabama <laughs> softball fans probably it wasn't needs. runners
0: left on base or anything like no. that no
1: situational hitting no, Not it the Sam Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. <laughs> our first movie on this series and we're going to do a bunch of these episodes we've got a very special one that we hope we'll be able to come together with uh, a certain head coach and a certain movie that means a lot to him later on in the series. We've got a a lot of great guests lined up, but we're starting with The Greatest Showman, the movie that was released on December 20th, 2017. Sam, this was your selection. We'll start (laughs) with you. Why is The Greatest Showman important to you?
3: I love it so much. It's about a whole bunch of misfits that finally get to go and be like the center of the show. And, you know, I just, I think it's a great story. I think it was a really well-done movie. The music freaking rocks, and Hugh Jackman's in it, so can't go wrong there.
1: Hmm. Your boy, Hugh. Emily, what about you? I know you weren't initially planned to be on this podcast, but you said that this is a movie that you watch all the time with your kids.
2: Yeah. I wanted to drop dead gorgeous, but that was vetoed. So this is (laughs) a great second option. Um, Like Sam said, I love musicals. I really do. Um, And it seems like this was the first one after a long time of maybe like Les Mis being the last one that really like hit really did well Um, and the fact that I got to share it with my kids and we watched
1: it yesterday again so we sing it all the time. (laughs) Yeah this movie starring Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, Michelle Williams, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya. uh, It's really plans began in 2009. It was already set with Jackman to star in the movie then. Came out in 2017 a box office smash and not initially like really nobody went to go see it the first weekend but the people who did see it went and saw it again and then they told their friends and they went and saw it and then people just kept spreading it around until it kind of became a big hit Tom and I know you've got you've got kids I'm sure they enjoy this movie as well
0: oh yeah yeah the first time I saw this movie was family a family movie night and you know I have two theatrical daughters and a wife and as you mentioned Hugh Jackman uh, everyone seemed all the, the ladies seemed to enjoy Hugh Jackman uh, so we, we were I was no way I was gonna miss this movie so we, we got, definitely got to see it and was working in radio at the time and you know two or three of these uh, songs were played on mainstream radio as well so I think that kind of helped with the uh, with the popularity of it and like you said it's one of those movies where uh, and musicals are kind of like this where if you like it you'll go see it two or three times yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure there was a lot of repeat viewers in those first few weeks
1: yeah the music was obviously the big story won a grammy won an oscar the movie itself i don't really know how good the actual movie is but the music makes it a better overall experience i don't know sam what do you think
3: i you know what's so funny is i listen to the music way more than i watch the movie even though i do watch the movie a lot but yeah i think the movie does hold water though with um with how good the music is because it tells A really long story in a really unboring way, and they keep you really entertained through the entirety of telling the story because it feels like every piece is important to the puzzle.
1: Yeah, and you know, to me, the most outstanding musical moment is—we'll talk about this. I don't want to encroach on the categories. You've got (laughs) segments coming up. We have awards. I worked on this. We're, We're but the opening number, the opening song. They included that in Alabama's warm-up music, I think, mm-hmm. in 2019. And <laughs> that got me so fired up every single home game. Especially when you hear the elephant trumpet. Yes. <laughs> and the lion goes, Roar. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Emily, could you do that again?
2: Wait, can I do my elephant noise? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> and then, Roar.
1: There, there you go. Yes, it's like we're at the zoo, <laughs> <laughs> putting the zoo in Zoom. Emily Clifford.
0: <laughs> yeah, just it, it just yeah, it fires you up. Just just hearing it, it's one of those things. Like even if you you only hear that the very beginning of it, like we we did during the the, the tag at the beginning of the show. Uh, that's that's you know when you just hear that part, it's it's really awesome and it gets it gets your blood going.
1: All right, I want to go ahead and get to the segments. What do we think?
0: Let's, yes, let's dive yes. in. Okay, we'll
1: start with Memory Lane, Sam Fisher. Where were you when you first saw this movie? I was
3: um, in Texas. We were getting ready to start our season for Scrapyard in 2017 or 17, 18. Anyway, and uh, we all watched it as a team in one of the big mansions that we stayed in. And the, the lights were off the The it was a big screen and I, everybody was just so into it. I'll never forget it. That was the first time I saw it. <laughs>
1: Don't cry, Sam. <laughs> it sounds so
3: great, and I was watching like this.
1: <laughs> this is a podcast; and nobody could see your face there. Well, but it was you guys one of can, right? You guys can. <laughs> it told the story. Yes, exactly, Emily.
2: Um, I was like you, like, like you said earlier, Gray. A lot of people didn't first watch it in the box office. The reason I started to hear about it, I actually watched it on YouTube and it was the from the table reads when they first sang um, Hugh and I can't remember her name, the actress's name, but the character who plays Letty, they sang This Is Me around the table read and it was so emotional and I cried watching that YouTube clip and I was like I have to watch this movie, so I'm sure it was yeah, I probably had the kids and I was like trying to waste two hours and I watched it and I was a sob fest like the whole way through. Like it was such a roller coaster being like, yeah, let's go. We're like, why are you why are you making them outcast? Or like, oh, something burned. You know, like
0: mm.
2: <laughs> it was the gamut of emotions and it was just really, really great. And honestly, I had the same thing yesterday. I was sobbing again. So it it still hits.
0: Yeah, my like I said, mine was just it was a family movie night. We watched it at the house uh, one evening, but it was I want to say Jennifer and the girls went to the theater. I did not go to the theater to see mm. it, but I, I saw it at home. And like, yeah, I agree. There's, there's definitely very emotional times. Uh, it's similar to like when I watch Hamilton, I, wa- I try to watch Hamilton every year on the 4th of July. And I'm like, all right, this year, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, no, every, every time it destroys me. So I mean, it's kind of the same thing. As a fan of the
1: theatrical experience, I am really kind of upset with myself that I didn't see this in theaters either. I actually watched it on a plane I can't remember I I assume this is right after right after Christmas I think it would have been probably traveling to a football game of some kind um, if it were in a plane then I don't know it may be to an SEC tournament after that and sometime in March I'm not sure the timing of it exactly but I just remember vividly watching it in a plane and there are two movies that have made me you know stretch stretch it's a single tear at least down the cheek (laughs) whilst on a plane uh the first was still alice which i recommend everybody look up it's very sad <laughs> and uh, and the greatest showman i also cried in an actual airport watching inside out but yeah this movie oh, inside out inside oh out.
0: out Jeez. wait till you have
1: kids and you watch inside <laughs> out oh my gosh uh, th- this movie this movie uh it just stuck out a lot and i think it was in particular because of the music because i'm firmly of the stance that the music really is what made the movie. I'm not sure how many of the actual movie elements worked, in my opinion, which kind of takes us into the uh, Rhodes House Award for best scene. And I've got six nominees
0: down and <laughs> five of them are songs. Well, sure. Okay. Well, it's, it's a musical. And right. but, I mean, that, that's one of the things about a musical. And I agree. Uh, part, you know, a musical, the issue I have with it is things get resolved by a song. You know, thing. You know, you move along, but that's that's just the plot point of a yeah. musical. You gotta have to just deal with that if you're watching musical. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the nominees I've gotten, and I'll, I'll spread to everybody
1: else if they've got anything they want to add. Of course, "Come Alive," very good. Uh, the other side, the bar scene with Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> "Ever Enough," that actually is my favorite song from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, oh, the I worst. Some, wow okay we'll, well the worst
2: song best best time though
1: we're gonna we're gonna discuss that in a second obviously this is me uh pt saving philip from the fire and from now on which is also just a banger emily wow. you, what did, else you, you, did, you...
0: you didn't nominate my my pick oh really okay tom what my pick a million dreams a million dreams is the, the, the best root. scene yeah i mean that whole thing from him being a kid to meeting you know him and charity everything like going through the whole uh, backstory, uh, it just, it, it it establishes who everyone is and emotionally sets the stage for the rest of the story.
2: Well, and, and then it, and then it and translates the song... to Caroline and Helen
0: too. Right, exactly, yes.
2: That's so
0: a, M- a Million Dreams is, is the best scene of the
2: day. Okay, Emily? Oh, I had come alive. I also was thinking while we were doing this, is, was there, I was like, but everything I've written here is a different song categories so you're right this is different in a musical but I was trying to think of if there was a moment a speaking moment that was the best and I I don't I don't think anything holds weight to like great what you said but I I got fired up during Come
1: Alive you know it's fun dancing sure. yeah I mean the choreography is amazing so it's it's ridiculous I mean some yeah. of the stuff Hugh people forget you know they know Hugh Jackman is like Wolverine and uh he he came from Broadway yeah he's He's like uh he's a song and dance man this is what he does
3: oh I put from now on that's my favorite just because of all the realization he's like man I really messed up but now I realize it and I'm gonna fix it and remember what this all started for and it just is like and then he starts running and you're like you (laughs) want to (laughs) run and
1: then he looks like he's tripping Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah, where
3: are you going? Are you going to happiness? I want to go. I
1: I don't want to jump too far ahead on some of my landmines. but So he has to get on a train to go back to. I was very confused about where they lived in relation to the city. Like he sprinted through downtown and then got on a train and then went through the countryside. And was it like an hour commute a day? He lived
2: in Albany, okay.
0: It, It was symbolic. He's a symbolism. He didn't really chase down a train <laughs> and jump on it.
1: I mean, at that hey, Tom uh, Cruise. You don't right. have country Tom houses. Tom Cruise like is that. flying because Hugh Jackman ran. That's right how there, there, you go. So, no agreement. Okay, we're all we just to our thing. <laughs> I think all those are our perfect. Yeah, right. everyone
3: wins. And yeah. yay, good job.
1: It's it's like AU. We all get points somehow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you you were here. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Ten win points, even yes. though I did nothing. Okay. It's time for the GO! Award for best moment. Uh, The small moment that stands out in the movie. I've got two that really stick out to me on my list. Uh, The rooftop dance sequence during A Million Dreams. Love that Mm. part. And Zac Efron and Zendaya meeting with Zendaya in the air. That's one of the very few non-musical moments that really stick out. That's a really good moment. Yeah,
2: That, that was one of mine. I thought um, it wasn't a small moment, but the whole Never Enough song, I thought there was so much happening during that. So like Jenny Lind is singing and you see this like budding relationship with her and PT. And then Anne holding hands with Philip, then him like disgracing her and not holding hands because someone else saw. And then Charity also realizing that she lost PT Barnum in that moment. Because, and then P.T. being like, I don't need women. I don't need anything. I just need fame. You know, it's like the song of Never Enough. It was like for each each of those people, it meant something different. I just thought it was very um, dynamic. Tom, do you
0: have anything you'd like to add? Uh, well, I would say my, my picks were, it's not necessarily a small moment, but I think the beginning and ending of the movie with, mm. uh, with you know, the greatest show uh, just, you know, you, you don't even have to know what happens in the movie or watch the movie and just see, just watch the first and last scenes and you'll be good to go.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
0: That's, yeah, That's
1: pretty accurate. Sam?
3: Mine mine was actually a non-musical moment was when they were out and they decided to rebuild and and do the tent at the end after the fire and everything. And they were talking, they decided to be 50-50 partners. And I think they realized like how important what they were doing was um, and that moment, was small but huge they were like no we're gonna rebuild we're gonna we're gonna keep making the people
2: happy or maybe when pt gibbs fill up the hat
1: oh my Mm -hmm. gosh that was good too (laughs) passing (laughs) the torch i I will say this movie took place in what the mid 1800s i wish the hats were still kind of a thing a little bit like they're they're kind of stylish bring them back ssc network
0: plus gray and sydney and then the hat that'll be our right, sideline
1: reporter. It's
2: even taller <laughs> it,
0: it's it's not on my my quote of the movie but i, I did it i did like when he's they're trying to sell They they first opened the the place up they're trying to sell and they're handing out the leaflets and he says half off for anyone wearing a hat that's you sir <laughs>
1: i respect that so yeah, much yes the Allison Habits Herman Boone Run Through a Wall Award. This is what character would make you want to run through a wall for them. Who provides the motivation that gets you up out of your seat in the theater? And I kind of went broad. I didn't pick a single character. I went with all the circus people during From
0: Now On. Right. <laughs> <It's> good <laughs> stuff. Sure. Well, they were the 2021 FGCL champions. You of course, the, the, circus circus the circus people. <laughs> right. Um... Well, I, I went with a single, singular circus person and I went with uh, Kiala Settle who played Letty Lutz, the bearded lady. Yep, I'd um, run yeah. through a wall for the bearded Boom. lady. Oh yeah. All right, three out of four. That's a, okay.
1: that's, that's, that's wow, well, we I win. lost.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> bearded lady, all right. <laughs> <laughs> God, I gave up an earned run. That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> caught stealing, Gray.
1: <laughs> I'm always caught stealing. Anything <laughs> you wanna add on, on Letty Lutz, ladies? She's so great. She's she's the the, one,
2: it's funny being the bearded lady. She was the face of the outcasts. And it's like the one who should probably hide the most. I mean, if if you're thinking about like, oh my God, you're so visible about what your difference is in life. But she was like, no, like, and especially when she's saying, this is me, I was like, "This oh, oh. take it, take it all. And, is- and especially after just getting a, like a door shut in her face. And she's like, nope, we
1: are who we are. That the this is me sequence, uh, mm-hmm. we we didn't really dive into it so much on best scene, but wow, <laughs> I okay. the, the outside dancing part to me always gives me chills when they're all doing mm-hmm. like I, I don't even know how to describe it or do the dance moves, it's very <laughs> impressive.
0: And then she led the uh, led the outcasts. In in the fight, like she's like, we're good, go. I've, right. I've got I've got a note on that later. Okay, okay. <laughs> and go. the guy
1: does his belly, and he bounces. <laughs> that's that's my fighting philosophy. Right. I will use the fact that I eat a lot to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gold mines, things from the movie that still make a lot of sense. They've aged well. They still look cool. I've got a long list. Please cut in at any point. I want to start with the intro. Just everything about it. it, the title cards, the song, the cutting, the editing. I think
0: I think the whole intro is fantastic. Yeah, totally agree. I think that's one of the big highlights of, this, of the entire movie.
3: Yeah. I put the whole movie is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you picked it. Yeah. That's, I think it's great. But I I've, love the opening scene when the when the stomping and then it's just like their silhouette. I like do that in my living room. And <laughs> poor Kevin, my husband, will be like, it's time, it's time. Did you do it?
0: <laughs> and I'm we're sorry. watching Greatest Showman again. All
1: right. Leave with my imaginary hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just doff and then yes. flip. Uh, I've got a couple more. I've got a, a child wishing for something and parents going, eh? Like uh, when the when one of the ballet children slipper. asked for the ballet slippers, it was yeah. like, oh, that's still relevant because my parents mm-hmm. make that face to me all the time. Um, the grocery list for family mm-hmm. expenses. Two mm. dozen eggs, brown bread, onion, one lemon, one pound of flour, and half a pound of potatoes. That's basically my grocery list every night when I go to Publix, or every other <laughs> night. So I, that felt very relatable. That would feed him for a week, though, Gray. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
1: true. It mm. barely gets me a lunch.
2: <laughs> um, I, my sorry, Tom, go ahead.
0: I was just say mine was uh, the rewrite the star scene between Zendaya and Zac Efron. I uh, thought amazing choreography, stunts. And it solidified their relationship, but it didn't resolve it uh, mm. because they they still ended up parting because they knew society would not accept that yeah. relationship. But I which you know again, kind of going back to the issue with musicals is everything gets resolved with a song. This time it didn't get resolved with a song, but you knew they wanted it to be resolved. Mm. And like I said, the stunts and everything were just amazing. Really good.
2: Great song. answer. Great really? answer. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my parents come from a theater background. My, my dad was a director in the theater, my mom, a costume designer. So, I mean, I grew up going to the theater, um, and being backstage and all this kind of stuff. But I thought the costumes of all the characters, especially when they were on the show in the circus was pretty amazing. And then just, and my mom was in the Alabama, she's in a book, she's in books for the Alabama school of ballet and like all that kind of stuff. So the choreography just honestly gets me every time. And I'm like, that's, It's so cool. And I mean, you could take that right now and go into like any little small town theater right now and they'll try to do
1: the same thing. So it definitely translates and indoors. That's a good point. A couple more I'd like to add. Uh, Snarky critics. I think every movie needs a good snarky critic. And honestly, some of the best dialogue in the movie came between hugh jackman and the
0: snarky critic is is that guy a commenter on alabama softball facebook
1: (laughs) (laughs) we know who
0: the writer of a certain blog blog is (laughs) it's It's possible
1: (laughs) have we finally seen his face jeez oh i doubt it he doesn't listen to our regular podcast there's no way he's listening (laughs) Uh, i will also say zendaya in general oh Um, my since then euphoria she's won an Emmy, like she, Malcolm and Marie was a big hit on Netflix, film during COVID, like Zendaya is a huge star now and she was big at the time, but she's really catapulted forward.
0: Mary Jane, I mean, she's, oh gosh, by the way, yeah.
1: (laughs) The biggest movie of the last five years.
0: And, well, I knew Zendaya, before all that, when she was on Disney channel on Shake It Up
1: mm. because
0: that was one of my daughter's favorite movie, favorite shows. So I, I was like, Oh, there's the day. That's the girl from Shake It Up. I say I say that now. And <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. She she just commands, you know, commands the scene whenever she's yeah. on it.
1: She's brilliant. Anyone um, else have any gold mines? We can move on to landmines. Yeah, oh, yes. Things that don't look as good. There are so many things in this movie
0: that just wouldn't <laughs> happen today. Um, <laughs> well, so, okay. Are are we saying, you know, it's a period piece? So course, yeah, there's a lot course. of stuff that. But
1: um, a lot of things that you know. First off, circuses are gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's
1: that's a thing that hasn't uh, hasn't lasted from this movie. I, I will also say I, I had a question about. Charity being sent to finishing school after spilling a drink once. <laughs> that was that seemed a little extreme. I, I'm sure there were other instances.
2: <laughs> I mean strong.
0: they yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I, it's because it's because a pauper boy was like sneaking around and they're exchanging right. eyes. That's why she went gray.
0: Yeah. Come on. All I know is he got that's not her the name only. is
2: charity. It should have been chastity in the
1: eyes of the <laughs>
0: I'm saying is I I promise you that's not the only time that he slapped that kid. That, that
1: also that yeah that was uh, intense. Mm.
0: Again, period piece, period piece. Yeah. That's definitely not happening now.
1: Um, Mine
3: was I I well I love it, but also it was a little silly. Was when he pulled up riding an elephant. To, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I absolutely loved it. I would I would roll up anywhere on an elephant, but in the grand scheme of Reality being that it is an mm-hmm. historical piece, I'm like, eh, probably. That's-
2: well,
0: oh, okay, wait, just I'm wait saying- for off the wall. I have elephant. Yeah, I, I have elephant discussion. I have a lot of okay, elephant thoughts too. Yes.
2: Well, to Sam's piece though, he was trying to make her daughter's recital, and you wouldn't take an elephant. It's very slow.
0: It's very slow. Well, yes. People will get out of your way, <laughs> <Yes>. but <laughs> traffic won't be up. a problem. But <laughs> you know that whole the you know Mike is thing when he has all the uh, the mascots fighting in a battle royal. I I think I think the elephant wins the SEC. You know, <laughs> I mean, as, if, especially if you get on the ship uh, and the cannons from the commodore can't get the elephant. Elephant wins every time. So the, I'm saying that to say that the you know people will get out of the elephant's way. That's true. Right.
1: One more thing: the insults of little girls. Uh, one thing that really stuck out to me was oh. uh, at the recital when the girls went what like smells peanuts. oh it's peanuts that's not a good insult no that no. doesn't do anything
3: it crushed I, her too it crushed
1: her I, it did. I i would tell her to toughen up a little bit like that's not that bad yeah, yeah.
2: right you're obviously not a parent like no. i can no. look at my children wrong and say like your shirt's unbuttoned she's like what
1: why do you hate me mom i am am not
0: a parent that is true Mm -hmm. yes i uh, i don't know that (laughs) yeah uh the only landmine i had was the cgi on tom tom thumb not always the smoothest uh but that's kind of that's a minor issue i don't think that's really that big a deal but that kind of just showed the age of the movie a little bit but Mm -hmm. yeah overall i thought you know not not many landmines in this one emily anything you'd like to add
2: i just thought i understand the significance of it but like the Queen Victoria laugh when Tom told
1: the joke. I was
2: like, <laughs> why? Like, you just cackled. I mean. Also, yeah.
0: for a good, like, 30 seconds. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, you know, they, they don't get a lot of people that are trying to make them laugh.
2: And did, did, I have to look it up. Did Queen Victoria have um, Cocker Spaniels or Corgis?
0: No, Queen Elizabeth has Corgis.
2: I know, but Queen, what did Queen Victoria have?
0: Hmm.
2: I need oh. to look that up.
0: No King, I know that. That's about all I know about Queen King. I know
1: nothing. I, I haven't watched The Crown. I'm not, no. I'm not I know up to nothing. date.
0: We won a war in 1776, so we don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah, That's exactly. the way I look at it. <laughs> sorry to the Brits that are listening. We do know
1: less than 1% of our listenership comes from England. Mm. Thanks to Spotify for giving us those stats. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm Ron Swanson over here. <laughs> okay, time for the uh, a little tip of the cap to Terry Henry. The J.J. Smith Unsung Hero Award. Which minor character steals the movie when in a scene? I've got two. First, uh, the rope in Rewrite the Stars. It's not a character. A lot of heavy lifting.
2: Prop. <laughs> the prop.
1: In a way, though, it is a character, character in character. the scene because they have to use the rope to get close to each other.
3: Making a lot of very good points.
1: The The rope is, the rope is what brings them together, but also shows how apart they are. The spin well, game. if
2: you're talking about the rope, maybe you're talking about the dead weight too that like actually makes him go high. <laughs> that's go a that's a supporting character <laughs> to the rope.
1: <laughs> and then the other one I've got is uh the bartender in the other side. I did like incredible. You. Yeah, he was fun. incredible. Yeah, he, was incredible. <laughs> Man, he had
2: seven shots laid out. He had like 10 shots
1: and then Oh, there's great. more on that coming. I did it a drink count from the oh, other wow. side in a bit.
0: <laughs> no wonder he said yes. He was drunk. Yes. Uh, I I said the two daughters, two bottom daughters, uh, probably because I have two daughters myself. But I was, I mean, whenever they were on this uh, on the screen, I thought they they owned it and they kind of showed the innocence really well, but also kind of showed the strength that they had, especially at the end. I mean, when when the one daughter is a tree in the in the last scene, I just (laughs) like having been a tree before. I was like, yes, I feel you. Yes,
1: you are seen.
0: Because I, I, whenever I was on sea, on stage, which did happen some, but I was not there for dancing. I can promise you that. I was not there for dancing. Sam, anything you'd like to add?
3: <laughs> well, I, like, he's kind of a major character, but he's also small. Um, Tom Thumb, I think that he was, like, he he wasn't the biggest main character, but I re- every time he opened his mouth, it was funny. And he kind of, like, triggered everything. He was the first one. He, like... He kickstarted everything without realizing that he was that important. So that's kind of the way that I took that was he's he was a really big character, but Schmoll.
0: I mean, historically, you know, Tom Thumb was his first real big, yeah, yeah, big. You know what what made him money? That's true. Yeah. I mean, we know PT loved the money. Yes, he did.
1: Yeah. Emily, who doesn't?
2: Uh, mine was Anne. She mm. just told this whole other story and like alluded to you know, just racism, honestly, um, and just trying to be a female, trying to live her life and find love. I just, she always had, there were always just cutaways to her and just how she reacted to things I thought was
1: pretty good. Um, and you'll see her on a, another thing that I want to see her in, so. Ooh. Okay, the I'm on it quote of the movie award. Um, that's for a very small number. It's a deep cut. <laughs> it's but a it, deep cut. Yeah. Oh, somewhere. Nathan Sheehan is laughing. <laughs> uh, okay. Our, our favorite quotes in the movie. Um, I've got two that really stick out. Comfort the enemy of progress. That really, yes. And uh, you don't need everyone to love you, Finn. Just a few good people. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyone have a, any? Emily, you're up.
2: I had, uh, they don't understand, but they will. Oh, that's good. PT to Letty in the workshop, or mm-hmm. when, where she was washing clothes. hmm
3: you guys pick really good ones. I picked when um, when Tom Thumb made the Queen laugh because he said, "You're not exactly reaching the top shelf yourself, sweetheart."
0: <laughs> I
3: just uh, think that's such a funny way to say that somebody's not tall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I-, I went with another PT quote: uh, "More men suffer from a lack of imagination than too much of it." Hmm. Oh, and the uh, and yeah, and then the the critic says, "So that's that's the." Uh, say that's the slogan of a con man mm. yeah yeah uh, snarky the, critics is, is a nice witty witty repartee put
1: more things. snarky critics in things what did, <laughs> what, did the, what did the critics
2: say to, to pt on the steps at the end something about humanity like a great display of humanity or something oh, yeah he's yeah. talking about
0: you know displaying the quote freaks and you know different different parts and you know a a lesser critic would say that it was a you know a celebration of humanity or yeah. another critic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was really good
1: that's um, good stuff i love snarky critics especially and then become unsnarky and maybe that's the goal with our blogger friend <laughs> to become unsnarky <laughs> by the end of this
0: don't see that coming
1: no not at all it's gonna do much longer than the runtime of the greatest <laughs> show okay meme generator i don't know if i put this on the list tom yes, i, know you've I got, got one y'all yes. got i our have the generator one. is the best meme from the movie Mine is uh, during the fight scene when Keanu-Subtle goes, that kills me,
0: kills me. Because
1: it's not, it's like she's
0: saying charge, but it's not really a formulated word. So it's like, (laughs) It it was basically the sound that I made when Caroline Hardy hits a game ending single against Oklahoma.
1: That's actually our call from the KJ Haney
0: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
1: Wait, mine actually might
2: be the best quote of the movie. Then, not a meme generator. Well, what do you have? When Tom said, "What you looking at, flop doodle?" (laughs) (laughs)
0: doodle. Should Uh, we call people
2: flop doodles now? Like
1: it's like off the wall posters. Should we call them flop doodles? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. The Hall of Fame for off the wall is now flop
2: doodle right i don't a- have a meme generator though i think mine's a quote
0: but mine yeah. is the look on queen victoria's face before she starts laughing when tom thumb says oh. she doesn't reach the top shelf it's one of those like oh huh? and then it just i mean i think that could be one of those you know like the uh, well i never type things that you put in mm-hmm. there with a meme yeah. uh and then either that or her face when they everyone starts laughing
1: yeah
3: I, this one stumped me. I I thought I was like, have you seen a meme that has come? Like, I didn't think about myself making a meme. I'm just like, I haven't never seen a greatest showman meme. But now that you guys are saying all this, I'm like, wow, that, that was, cre- that was out of my creative box. That's for sure.
1: Oh, that's okay. That's the name of the podcast. So thank you. for <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, right. well, so, We're double time out of the box. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> the transfer portal award, different movie. You'd love to see a main character in. I'll, I'll let y'all go first. I, w- I want to hear... I've got a couple, but I want to hear y'all's. I,
0: I, I think this movie, it reminded me a lot of the movie Moulin Rouge, uh, mm. which is another one of my wife's favorite movies. And so I think, like, Hugh Jackman, Ewan McGregor, any of those, you could swap, you know, to Looser Trek and, and The Bearded Lady. You could swap any of them, and they, I think they would fit right in. Mm. So, yeah, so that's mine. What do you have
2: Sam?
3: Well, I kind of wanted... My answer, I want to see what happens with Zac Efron's character as like, I, I almost like want to see a spinoff. That's the way that I took this question was like, I would love to see how the show continues to progress when Hugh Jackman steps away and, and Philip takes over. Um Ooh. And then if him and Anne develop a lot, like a long time relationship, that's what I I really want to like, just see more of their life. But I don't know if I answered that question correctly.
0: Sam wants a sequel. And Sam which, wants a sequel. I guess which... I
2: want a sequel.
0: Which would be very cool because I uh, I didn't get to go, but Jennifer and the girls went to the Ringling Museum in Bradenton when they came down for the FGCL. Oh. Uh, so you know they talk about when they you know they combine for a while, it's Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. You know how all that goes around. I, that'd be a lot. I think it'd be a really good. I agree. It would make money. Let's uh, do especially it, especially
1: with the Zach Efron led yes sequel. Emily, are you frozen or holding your pencil? My still, she's there. Okay. She's there. I'm holding my pencil.
2: Mine was Anne, so I'll probably piggybacking with Sam. Like, let's see where their trajectory goes. Especially with Philip being, like, turning his back on high society and being like, does he really get shunned because of that and his parents and his choices? Like, yeah, I would, I would agree.
1: that That's probably what I would want to see. I think there's a really interesting drama in that story that would that might honestly be a better overall movie than this. Uh, story-wise and then they could add in some good songs because you got Zendaya and Zach Efron yeah. and Zendaya mm-hmm. is already writing half the songs for Euphoria so I mean she's got experience uh, yeah. because of the uh, yeah I put a uh, Keala Subtle in The Patriot <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> wow. I want to see her at the front leading leading it. the, uh, With Mel the Gibson. American Just... Revolution
0: <laughs> wow that
1: is so funny
0: how do we know there wasn't a bearded lady there at some uh, point? Hey, That's that,
1: a good point. Old times, they barely had water let alone <laughs> anything to shave faces with. Who knows? Okay, off the wall, let, let's get to <clears throat> our favorite flop doodles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so questions that we have about the plot of the movie. Uh, my first one, so PT goes on this train. Remember for, it's a musical. I know, I know. All right. But PT <laughs> goes on this train for like 20 years? 25 years? He comes back to Charity's house and the dad like immediately recognizes him. I found that interesting. Oh, good point. <laughs> I had questions about that.
0: Um, well, he's he's been, I'm sure he knows that they've been corresponding via letter this entire time. So who else would be coming up? I don't know. There, there might've been other
1: eligible bachelors in this land far away from the city where they were all living. It's possible. Oh, okay. The drink count. From the other side. Yeah, they um, must have been toasted. Ten shots for Zach Efron in that scene. Ten! A the, lot. There's no way
0: that this man <laughs> remembered this the next day. Yeah. No, no chance.
3: Wonder, no wonder he agreed to ten when he wanted 18%.
0: People could hold uh, their liquor better in the 1800s. <laughs> That's
1: true. <laughs> We're all a bunch of lightweights
0: now. Yes, today. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, y'all dive in. What else do y'all have?
2: I... You go, Emily. No, you go, Sam. You go. That's
1: cute. Somebody Mm. go.
2: There's a good chance, Sam, you and I are going
3: to have questions about the same things. Well, I that's oh, I love that. I my question is truly like, do they ever get to a good place with Charity's parents? Because they, you know, obviously were not like the parents were not thrilled about him and he like wanted to impress them and had this long, like I'm sure it was a long time thing in their relationship. Do they ever get to a point where they? Are like we it, accept you
0: I would say no because they had never yeah. met the granddaughters
3: yeah that's like, when they meet in that scene at the yeah, whole big thing yeah. and like is this good enough for you and here's your
2: grandkids and
1: I think like, it's it's wild that that's the first time the grandparents meet the children me too. the second time is when the family moves in yeah, <laughs> <right the grandparents.
3: laughs> yeah. yeah. so I would I, I think a little more um they could have definitely shown well probably not the movie was two hours so but I would I would just love to know how it you know that's my that's my answer
1: Emily
2: mine is did the bank ever like my husband's a CPA and like forensic accountant did the bank ever figure out that it was a false like bank note not bank note but like thing about the the ships oh my gosh I mean they got a ten thousand dollar loan in that time that's a king's ransom and you they never addressed it in the movie yes it was always like we got, he kept over borrowing, but it was like to pay kept, for Denny Lynn tour. But did they ever be like, oh, you really don't have ships?
0: <laughs> well, he was always able to pay off the loan. So, you nearly know, never had to use the collateral. So,
1: that's that's another thing that's really gone by the wayside using ships as collateral in mm, the ships. bank.
0: Sunken Sunken ships. Ships. Right. 45
3: ships.
1: And here's and that's my the fleet.
2: That's the other thing. There's probably only one or two banks in the city that he worked in that just shut down and fired a hundred yeah. people because the the ships got sunk
0: yeah Great. also when when they fire all the people there's no like ah there's there was like oh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. just pack it there's up yeah. and leave they'd be <laughs> like i'd be like wait <laughs> i was counting on that paycheck
3: I'm also now thinking about these thoughts of where did he get all the dead stuff that he started off his museum with? Like where did all that stuff come from? Did he make
2: it? Like the Who do you call? Where did... did the thief find it? Did the thief, thief. I think the
0: it? the fa- yeah, the thief thiefed it.
2: Oh. <laughs> the thief, okay. All those wax figurines?
1: There was I've... so much stuff in if there. If you have deep did... enough pockets, it's Yeah, where or, did
0: he, it or he might have bought something that already existed with that Mm -hmm. stuff in it and just renovated it
3: i I have to say
2: what's his name gregory what was it
0: the thief um
2: mr o'malley yeah something like that when when he looked at charity and was like if you need something nice i'll get it for you
1: (laughs) (laughs) that almost made my quote list that 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 character the thief character almost made a lot of my characters he was good
0: my off the wall. I have questions again about elephants. Okay.
1: I want to dive into that real quick. Okay. Uh, let's start let's start at the beginning of that scene. Cause the entire last scene before they get on the elephant starts with PT like retiring. Right. And yeah. so I because this is a sports podcast too, let's think of sudden retirement equivalents. So this man retired in the middle of a show. <laughs> out of the blue right is there anything that well, compares like maybe
0: was it a maryland receiver a couple years ago
1: antonio brown the game? Leaving antonio the game brown the there right. you go yeah
0: or something that just recently happened vince mcmahon retiring which i saw a lot as a 40-year wrestling fan i saw a lot of correlations between what they do with pro wrestling and what the circus was doing <laughs> uh so there's that as well <laughs> that's um, a whole nother yeah it's a whole other podcast we could get in i could write a thesis. So yeah, uh I don't know. Maybe Barry Sanders retiring out of nowhere. Mm,
2: yeah. Michael Jordan, the Michael person- Jordan yeah. about to say leaving for baseball. You're right. I watched him play baseball here in Birmingham.
1: I did. Too. Oh, hey God. God. It, it was just it's like really jarring like to assume that you know th- this guy literally in the middle of a show on like a thursday was like i'm done <laughs> here you go <laughs> here you go zach efron Get take over hat. for me
0: well if okay, you can do a high school mus- musical you can do either that's true where's yeah. gabriella all right the elephant okay tom please go off sir. all right uh well okay but uh, first so the fire happens and they have to let all they el- let all the animals go to so they don't burn up in the fire so they're all watching the fire <laughs> And then two elephants just come and are standing behind them watching the fire and no one reacts to them. I mean, I know like there's a lot of stuff going on, but that's a large animal that is standing behind you. And so I would just a glance back. Oh, there's elephants. Something.
1: <laughs> oh, look at that.
0: Some reference to them saying, hey, there's elephants would have been The nice.
3: elephants were just acting so human-like. They're just watching the fire, too. Like, like, like oh.
0: Our <laughs> <Yeah>. home. Like- <laughs> oh, no. One of them might have had their trunk around the other like an yeah. arm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just wondering what's going on with the well, el- And So then- where do they put the lions in that regard?
1: We know they had lions right. and stuff. Like, where are the lions when they let all the animals
0: out? Downtown New York. That's concerning. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Wall Street.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And the other question I had, was, it was really cool to ride an elephant to your daughter's ballet recital. Yeah. What do you do with the elephant when you get off it and go watch it? Yes. Like, where do you park an elephant? Who's watching the elephant? You do Uh, know,
2: you do know, like, my brother's house in Buffalo has a horse hitching post. I love that. Oh, that's true. In but currently, to this day, there's a horse hitch, hitching post. Yeah. So, but if an elephant really decorate, wanted to do that,
0: yeah, but if an elephant really wanted to, the he would just take the post with him. I but mean, the,
2: these are highly trained elephants. We see they can just sit and watch a, a blaze happen. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right. So, do you, so, but
1: I had, I also had. Where do you park the elephant? Well, at like the ballet, <laughs> right? It, like, are there not street rules? Like, a, no, do you ticket the yet. elephant? What?
0: Not really. No.
1: Not yet. That's wild to me, I don't even think there was indoor plumbing then, so no, no there's no. And if oh,
0: there no. were rules, is PT really going to follow them? No, Okay. No. No. right? Yeah,
1: yeah go. <laughs> so good. Anyone else have any off the wall nuggets? No. no, I do not. Okay, then it's time for the final category the Kelly and Jackie Traina, Haley McCluny Award for MVP <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> uh, I will, uh, I've got three nominees, I will seed to my partner, Tom Canterbury, to start this off. Oh.
0: Well, I'm going to say that the, who the movie is named after, The Greatest Showman, yeah. Hugh Jackman is P.T. Barnum is the MVP of the movie, uh, movies about him, how he affected the lives of everyone around him, and just the, the fact that Hugh Jackman is just a leading man and was able to, you know, he, he of course had a great ensemble around him, some really great actors, but without him, I don't think the movie is what it is, so I, I will go with Hugh. He's and...
2: my least favorite character. What? Wow i hated him
0: wait 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 this
1: is all right go all right say your piece well,
2: just because of the him and jenny lynn thing i was so mad at him the whole time
0: but he yeah. didn't do it and she she ended up screwing him
2: whatever i don't care but not literally <laughs>
0: that those mean very different
1: things and, right
2: <laughs> and whatever every time he's he's saying that he promote and like wants to celebrate these people who are different, but every time it came that he had to do it in front of people who mattered, he shunned them. And I was oh, like, yeah. well, you're a shallow human who really only wants money and fame. You don't care about mm-hmm. others until- Until he
0: evolved, right. Until the
2: very end. That's
0: now, how, that's I mean, how But it wasn't go. enough
2: to redeem it for me.
1: Wow. But he only did it at the very end for like, I don't know, a week, and then he retired, <laughs> so. Well, because so he's still he, made <laughs> Not a good human.
0: Again, it kind of reminded me of Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon wanted to do something legitimate, quote unquote, so he started the XFL. He wanted to do football. He wanted, you know, he tried to do a bodybuilding league that was was a legitimate.
1: (laughs) A bodybuilding league? He did, yes. Okay. Uh,
0: But so he wanted to do all that. But ultimately, people people like Vince McMahon. If you like Vince McMahon, you like him because you like wrestling. Mm -hmm. And so just, you know, people went to the circus because they wanted to have joy and, and see all these people and, you know, whether it was quote-unquote real or not didn't matter. And so it took PT, the, that movie, to figure that out.
1: A quote not mentioned in the quote conversation, do these smiles seem fake? Doesn't matter where they came from, the joy is real. Exactly. No. A Emily, who is your nominee for MVP of the movie? Philip Carlyle.
2: Mm-hmm. If he didn't have, like, fund in the beginning, um, so he brought legitimacy to the show, and then... Um, He, he just was a great character through the whole time. And then at the end, he was the reason why I kept going. Um, In the actual ashes, he was the Phoenix. Um, So he's, he's my MVP
1: and he's very good to look at.
0: Yeah, I would just. And like he can really say, hold his liquor, as we've Yeah, that, right? the man yeah. can
1: drink. <laughs> he's not even macabre. included. He in the very first scene where Hugh Jackman sees Philip Carlisle, he downs two glasses of champagne <laughs> in like five seconds. <laughs> downs That's it. Funny. I am impressed. And uh, also, Zach Efron can kind of act, and I think we sometimes forget that. But like, oh, like oh. in movies like Neighbors, he's great in Neighbors. Uh, they're like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he he can hold him. He he was great as um. Uh, Ted Bundy in Ooh. that Netflix movie, yes. like he he can go oh. at times when he picks the right movie. He's also in a bunch of trash movies, but
3: Charlie yeah. St. Cloud. Don't hate on that movie; that was good.
1: No comment for me. Go ahead, Sam.
3: <laughs> I don't want to say my answer after Emily went on um, to <laughs> It's PT. To... It's PT. I listen. I think that he was first of all Hugh Jackman, obviously, but to to recognize that he was falling in the trap of everything Emily was saying of the fame, the fortune, the, you know, all that stuff that came with the celebrity status that was happening to him. He got sucked into it and he made poor decisions and he turned his back on the reason that he was getting all of these things in the first place. And I think that the transition into the from now on song of realizing oh man i've become somebody that i don't recognize and to be able to acknowledge it and then go 50/50 with with uh, philip i think was a big thing and, and just the character development throughout the whole thing and then choosing to stay with his family and say you know what like we've created something i can be a silent partner i want to be present in my family's life um i thought was i thought was really cool character development
0: yeah. like they're very, very flawed but then he, yeah. you know, ultimately made the right decision. Yeah, I,
1: I totally agree. You know what I love about the bar mm. is that apparently it is P.T. Barnum. I guess he owned the bar. I don't know because they had a thousand family pictures on the wall, <laughs> right? Yes, <at> the <laughs> bar, which is not normal at bars. But uh, good for yeah. him. You know, he had his spot. Yeah.
3: They had big songs in the bar, too. From Now On was in the bar. They had the other side in the bar. There's a lot of yeah. things going on. There.
1: Shout out to my bartender, my guy, <laughs> just doing all the beats with the shot glasses and towels. I, I do like you know, the choreography. You know,
2: like, neighborhood New York bars, though, have pictures of just people who go to it all the time. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Really? 100%, yeah.
2: 100%. I love that. I, yeah. like that.
0: I, I did like the choreography of the giant Irishman who's main dance was just to hit the hit the ceiling in, in time that that was that's what he did that was his everybody else is dancing and doing all the just He just bam same that's
1: yeah. you know when i'm in a room that's
0: not very tall i just <laughs> right up ceiling. top that's yeah.
1: it banging on the ceilings that's a song right okay uh my kelly crashman jackie train a Haley McClenney award for mvp i've got i've got three nominees uh hugh jackman for all the reasons that we've stated. And also because he's kind of the reason this movie got made Yeah. for, you know, he was attached to it for eight years. He, uh, he delivered an incredible performance. PT was, is, is not like an actual likable real life figure at all. And in this movie, he's pretty likable at times other than, you know, all the reasons Emily detailed. Uh, also, we haven't really talked about her, but uh, Michelle Williams as charity, because that's like a pretty, unfortunate role there's not a lot to do there and she actually kind of makes it work to a level that few actresses could I think uh, because really there's nothing for charity to do except kind of like nag and leave and then come back and, right. get and, on and yeah yeah She was a so great mom she was yeah. a good mom and like she kind of breathed she breathed life into a role that uh, is pretty basic and also um, the two people who wrote all the songs I've got the names here Justin Paul and Binge Passic. They also wrote la la land and it, yeah. the songs are the thing that kind of like stick out so i think that that's probably my pick the uh, paul and pasik music duo that uh, that crafted that incredible soundtrack
0: it, it's it, it is amazing yeah it's
1: it's the greatest mm. if you will just like this podcast has been the greatest show
0: mm. that's nice the greatest again. show and
1: thank you um <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to try it again, Sam? If you want to sing, that's. Listen, my voice has been gone
3: since July, so it's not going to come out any better than it already did.
1: <laughs> she's been I yelling. Know at yelling. At, uh,
0: she's been I know yelling at other yelling. softball players.
1: It was <laughs> like every day. <laughs> <I understand. laughs> party at Reds. Okay, Emily P. Tech Clifford, Sam Fisher. Thank you for joining us, Emily. What do you have to? Well, I know we're going to see you at the beginning of season five of the Out of the Box Podcast in February, but what do you have going on until then?
2: Well, I'm coaching soccer. I'm still wiping butts. My kids start school tomorrow. That's great. Woo! And I gotta um get better at the um cakewalk.
0: Mm. Uh. I gotta
2: win. Can't lose anymore. K J Haney going down.
0: Coming for you. That's it. That's Coming.
2: Cool.
1: <laughs> Sam Fisher, you are in the throes of Athletes Unlimited in Chicago. Yeah. Where can the people tune into you? Are you still top 10? I haven't looked at the leaderboard since the no, end of I'm last night's 13. I'm uh,
2: 13. No. That's
1: okay. Way to bring up a
0: sore subject, right? Sorry. Yeah.
3: No, it's all good. Well, I've won five out of six games, or I've been on teams that have won five out of six games, so I have no complaints at all.
0: Have you been on a team with our friend, Cindy Littlejohn, yet?
1: Yeah,
3: this week, yeah. we went Oh, out there you go.
1: Together. Yeah,
3: it was,
0: nice. it was glorious. Sam,
3: <laughs> Sam,
1: Haley, and Sid all on the same team. Yeah, we were
3: all together, same. all time.
1: I'm <laughs> telling you what,
2: I love this summer being able to just sit down after like a crazy day at the pool or something and turn on the TV and see Athletes Unlimited so cool. on my ESPN app. And it's just like, it's really, like, the accessibility is awesome. It's like, such it's, a big deal. My idea. kids watch it all the time, too.
3: I love it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's been so awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want radio, just... Hit us up. Yeah. Uh, I will. we I mean, here. I'll drive to Chicago. <laughs> I Oh, <laughs> Chicago. I do know. Sounds terrible.
0: <laughs> Let's do
1: it. Uh, for Sam Fisher, for Emily P. Clifford, for Tom Canterbury, I'm Greg Robertson. Uh, we've got more of these coming up, Tom. We've got uh, softball media days coming up in the next couple months, oh which God. is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then before we know it, softball will be back and we'll do season five of the out of the box podcast which is ludicrous. very excited yeah very pumped thank you sam sam's <laughs> gonna come on this during the regular season this
2: the regular oh, season God. will be known as who's chasing in oklahoma correct right. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Seriously>.
0: again <laughs> I, uh, what pa-
2: avenger woo! team are we assembling
0: <laughs> the ncaa did not listen to my proposal uh, they should not be allowed to sign anyone from the transfer portal just just have a moratorium one year, no transfer portal for Oklahoma.
1: Mine was no all Americans. And they were like, actually, we're gonna break both rules And inside <laughs> only all Americans. <laughs> Why?
3: Well, gosh.
1: So true. We can do it though. Yeah. It'll fine. be fine. It's fine. It... We got plenty of time to craft our plan.
3: If you guys wanna if you guys wanna do another movie podcast about Titanic, you
0: you call me, okay? Ooh. Ooh. I'm actually a like a legit Titanic historian. Okay.
2: Have you been to Gatlinburg and seen Pigeon Ford? Seen the big one?
0: I went well, I went to in when they brought the like, exhibition to Memphis and saw like the, the stuff that they brought up. And because I'm I'm still I'm not hundred percent on board with them bringing stuff up. I think they should have left it alone. But that that being said, like yeah, I we I'm all for a Titanic. Okay. I like the movie too. I'll so. never let go.
3: Tap me
1: in. <sighs> Done. We'll put it on the
0: docket. All I all I will say is it wasn't about the amount of space on the raft. It was exactly. if they both got on the raft, it would sink. It was the it was the <laughs> weight of both of them. Mancy? That's only that's only one could be on it at a time. So Jack had to die. Just,
3: they just say. they tried one time. One time they tried. <laughs>
0: Not even.
1: It was like half an attempt. Yeah, at time. Time. Who's like? Hoo! And she was like, no, that's it.
3: I'll die. See you later. Love you.
0: They were really cold. And we all know when things get cold, you you, you know, you're yeah, quick. I'll never yeah. let go, but like she did. So
1: that's really Again, t- it musical, it's symbolic.
3: <laughs> we gotta do it now. It's happening. <laughs>
1: I'll never let go," she says as she lets (laughs) go of him,
2: removes his cold, and she
3: pushes him
1: into the water. (laughs) It's been eighty-four years. oh
0: man we, we, yeah, we already know what the beam generator is so yeah
1: that's oh it. my gosh all right okay. so um, titanic's on the dock. Coming up soon. we've also got track with sydney little john watkins we've got a bunch of others that are on the schedule this has been the greatest showman the first episode of out of box office for emily Tech clifford for sam fisher for tom canterbury i'm gray robertson see you next time